0: How's, how's, how's it going today? How's your day been so far?
1: Yeah, good, man. Good. It's um, it's 9 p.m. here, so I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just chilling, getting ready for bed and getting ready for tomorrow and stuff.
0: Anything big going on tomorrow?
1: No, not really, man. I just got work. I just got work. What about you? What are you up to for t- the rest of
0: today? Preparing my week, and I'm also back to work tomorrow, too. Yeah, right. Oh, so is it is it Sunday there today? No, 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 it's Monday. It's Monday, but I I what I do, it's shift work. I work for the London Underground, the tube network. Uh so, are oh. but shifts here and there, so I'll back in tomorrow. That that sounds kind of cool. Uh, uh it's well I, I yeah, I mean, it, I I've been it for 20 years. So for me, it's just a job. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I recognize that. Yeah. Okay. Right. You work for the tube station supervisor. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You know, um, it can be, it can be.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. What, what about you? What do you do if you don't mind me asking?
1: Uh, I work, uh, in allied health. So I work with like physios and, um, OTs and speech pathologists and oh, things cool. like that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That, yeah. Must,
0: that must be quite rewarding
1: uh yeah. yeah 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 you definitely don't do it for the pay that's for sure
0: <laughs> fair enough fair enough well yeah of course as well the fact you know you have a full-time job while also being in a band you know um talking about yeah. pay and money it's not like uh not that like music gives you gives you can give you a living these days
1: yeah absolutely man it's um it is definitely a fine line definitely gotta have uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion, it's, that's what you uh, need.
0: That's it. Well, yeah. how, uh, how has 2023 been treating Sun Bleached as a whole so far, would you say? Yeah, yeah, really good, man, really good. Um, we obviously
1: released um, some tracks at the end of last year. We released mm. another one in Feb we were supposed to play with being as an ocean, but they had, um, personal sort of stuff going on. Uh, and they, they ended up canceling the tour. Uh, um, but yeah, we played they'd just gone, uh, movements in Boston manor. Mm. Uh, and that was, that was pretty, mm. pretty cool. Um, movements are a big, uh, big influence for us. And like, I dunno, they've, they've released some very good music very very cool moment yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah that, that's um, a good that's yeah so yeah? good
1: we got a new coming out yeah 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 it was awesome man it was awesome great turnout like we played first obviously mm. and yeah there was there was a good turnout for, for us uh which isn't always the case sometimes <laughs> when we're playing first it's it's uh, not many but yeah there was heaps so that was cool um yeah we got a new track coming out not next, wait, yeah, next week. It's next week. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. That song's called Closer. So, yeah. Cool. The last one,
0: the last one from the, uh, the new EP, Delicate Places We Hide, because it's out in what? Well, less than two weeks now, 24th of March. Um, yeah. Overall, then, where are your heads at yeah. with it right now? Because obviously, you know releasing of the singles the long build are we kind of just like desperate to get it out even though they're all individually going to be out as singles having them all in that nice package and just available there
1: yeah yeah look I think um when we decided to single them all out we didn't quite realize how much of a commitment that was going to be you know mm. it's six months of um you know committing to a release campaign it, it It's definitely, um, it's been rewarding and like, uh, the reception so far has been great. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, a very, a very long and drawn out process. It will be good to have it all out. Um, and it'll be in a different order too than, um, what we've released them in. It's always, we've released them pretty much in reverse order. Uh, Yeah. Well, yes and
0: what, what, what was your vision originally behind like the release of the singles in particular because of course as you say we go back to uh late last year September November that kind of time for spinning around and toy Friend, then both coming out quite early on then we've kind of big gap up until February was did you you say six months ago what was your original plan well the the original plan was to
1: it get onto it all a bit sooner than what we had, like right. releasing them. But um, obviously, like, I, co- I got COVID at the start of last year and um, my voice didn't recover and for two months. So that put us behind recording schedule oh. for two whole months. And then the guy that was producing it, Tristan Higginson, he's from Waxflower, he went on tour with Trophy Eyes. So that also sort of put us behind a little bit and then yeah so we ended up just sort of getting to a little bit later in the year and our pr agent um sort of said uh you guys might be better off doing two tracks this year giving it room to breathe throughout christmas and new years and then coming back into it strong at the start of next year mm-hmm. so yeah sort of just took that
0: advice and we were like, yep. Yeah, I think. No, no, you go. Yeah, it's it's great advice, really, because it makes a lot of sense to me. Particularly, I mean, my God, uh, two months to have to recover your voice from COVID. That's incredible. That's a kind of um, roadblock that... Well, it can be it can be long term damaging. So the fact that you've even been able to get to this stage is more than um more, m- m- is more than exciting in itself. And it always feels like this is general positive feeling towards sunbleached, particularly when you look at the reactions to the singles that have been released in the build of this EP. Do you feel that that's kind of helped get you guys in a better and stronger mental state? That reaction.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, I I definitely remember um it was sort of around the one month after and we went to track some vocals and I, I maybe I got maybe fifteen minutes in and I started losing my voice and that really? just seemed to be what was happening and yeah so we, we gave it a couple more weeks and then I sorta I did my voice warm ups and stuff like that and yeah, it didn't work out heaps. Good, and then gave it a couple more weeks, and yeah, it sort of felt a bit better. And yeah, we went in and and we finished it off. Um, yeah, people. Sorry, that wasn't really what you asked. Oh no, that's <laughs> um, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, um really, it is. It is good when when people you know are saying positive things about something that you create. Um, yeah, uh, we're really stoked with that. And that is what is helping us, you know, keep going for sure. Um, yeah, that and getting cool shows like movements and being as an ocean, even though it didn't happen. But, you know, even just being considered for, you know, opportunities like that is, is a blessing, really.
0: Yeah, I get your thinking there. Because even though it didn't go ahead, the fact that you were considered the fact you were going to be on it is a incredibly positive and you have to think um, and hope that if if and when that does reignite itself then you would of course be the first choice to come back on that provided it works out nicely for you as well
1: yeah potentially for sure i i don't even i think that their tour schedules like booked out until a year and a half from now so I, I don't right. back till
0: yeah next year at least at the at the latest wait at the earliest yeah, yeah, but you'll still be around, so that's fine. Um, for those who that's maybe... Are, yeah, for those that are coming, maybe who haven't heard any singles, right, and Delicate Places We Hide is the first thing that they discover about Sun bleach, however it might be. Do you think the EP overall and all the tracks on it, the four tracks on it, encapsulate Sunbleached, who you guys are in 2023? Definitely, definitely. So I guess when we were
1: writing so myself bradley and zane did majority of the writing on this they're they're not here to say mm. zane works nights and bradley works early starts in the morning so he had to be right. asleep um yeah when we were writing this ep we basically just wanted to do like all the the four songs all tie in together really well but they are all sort of different sort of moods not moods but i don't know different sort of vibes different i don't know we just wanted to give a showcase of what we can do um yeah i think that it does encapsulate what the direction that we're moving towards for sure
0: well everything you say that makes a lot of sense to me um the different tones that you might experience in the four tracks while it is all very much tied together it's not like you're going from here's a Super soft ballad to hear something that is pure and utter black and death metal, and it's that much of a juxtaposition. But it's, uh, there are, as you say, variations and uh, a showcase, I guess, of who you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, for well, yeah. me... sure. sure. Well, that then brings me to kind of the big, uh, bigger question of all, which is who are Sunbleach? So what I mean by that, right, is that you started in 2020 a mere yes. three years ago. And during one of the most disruptive periods in life, to put it mildly. And oh, I okay. guess the question is, where did the drive? Because that's the kind of start that would kill and drop most bands dead. But So where did the drive to make this band a thing come from?
1: Um, I guess lots of our, our sort of... So we, we started this project really... Mm-hmm. Um, about two years before we ever released anything, it was just unfortunate that, um, you know, COVID happened as we released. We we literally released that um that first single ninety, and then I think two months later or a month later, even it was um, announced by WHO as like a pandemic and all this stuff. Uh, and then it, it really got into full swing around March. But yeah, we we just sort of been trying to do it for a really long time, and I don't know. We had a lot of people around us that were really supporting us and telling us that we should we should do it. And we've had that as well. We've had a lot of support um, locally, mm. um, for sure, and that's sort of what's kept us going. I think.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't want I don't want to harp too much on a buyout the past few years mm. but unfortunately it is such a defining moment um not just for humanity but in the music industry as well of how much it changed and oh, obviously yeah. it was quite well known in across the world that australia where you are a brisbane am i right yeah yep. yeah that australia had some very very up and down rules and laws and what you could and couldn't do constantly back and forth perhaps compared to the rest of the world that how did you guys cope with that aspect of things? Oh, uh, it was it was pretty bad to be honest.
1: It it definitely was very demotivating. So like for mm. example, as a band that's in its third year, um, Thursday night was our eighth show wow. ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the first that the eighth show. Sorry that we played as a band, um, and I, that's not for lack of trying. I think. We've been on about fifteen bills, maybe, mm. uh, and just with random lockdowns and things like that, um, shows just get cancelled or people get scared about. Um, well, not scared, but they they don't want to buy tickets just in case it gets, you know, gets cancelled or, mm. or whatever. Um, it definitely feels like it's coming good now. Um, for sure, like, obviously there's, you know, uh, international acts are coming back turn out to shows now as well, which is really good. So like, even when we did, did sort of go back, um, it was probably at half, half, I think maybe a year ago, half the amount of people would be coming out to shows. Um, yeah,
0: I, I don't know if I answered your question. Well, let's look at the positives, really. Eve, congratulations on making eight. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, we'll definitely be doing more for sure. Absolutely. Outside, pushing COVID and lockdowns to the side, the last three years then for uh, Sun Bleached, what have been some of the more challenging aspects you've faced to get to where you are now? And what did it take to overcome them? Challenging?
1: I mean, to be honest, we've been pretty blessed um, as far as like opportunities have, have come, you know, um, without the whole COVID stuff, um, you know, ruining everything. Um, we played our third show, I think. So, uh, uh a long friend of mine, a long time friend of mine, Daniel Laurie, who plays in a band called pride Lands, you might've heard of them. Mm. Um, they released a, a killer full length It was either last year or the end of, um, 2021 or something like that. But it's called light Bends. Uh, he, he just hit me up on Facebook and said, Hey man, um, do you want to support us at our uh brisbane show uh, and that i guess that kind of put us on the map a little mm. bit um because then directly after that uh a guy by the name of ash hull uh hit us up and said that he wanted us to open for void of vision and holding absence and then after that ash um wanted uh, well, sort of said, hey, I want to be a booking agent. And we've kind of just, you know, had good shows ever since then. But there hasn't, other than COVID, there hasn't been, you know, massive hurdles to overcome, which is great, you know. Yeah, (laughs) it's that, great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, um, it definitely went the best it possibly could off the back of COVID for sure.
0: Okay, on the flip side of that then, to date then, what has been the most exciting part of what you were doing in Sunbleached? Um, Well, releasing
1: this EP is definitely a big bucket list moment for us, you know, releasing a body of work that, you know, we've worked really hard to put together and put a lot of thought in, you know, all of the release campaign and everything like that. Uh, And then also obviously playing movements was massive, absolutely massive. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a full circle moment there, no pun intended. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that was, that's massive. massive oh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. How do you guys then, um, as a group, because, uh, and this one person individually, it does that. How do you guys handle the modern challenges of being in a band? And what I mean by that is the always online staring at your streaming numbers and trying to understand algorithms to get your content out there the reminding everyone that sun bleached exists do you think you're good at it and do you enjoy that aspect
1: oh i think we're not too bad at it um i think i'm pretty good at it well i'm all right at it um Mm. there's always room to improve with that sort of stuff it is a bit you know overbearing sometimes you know like you can't just, you know, put a put a song out and it gets into people's ears anymore. I don't even I don't even know if that was a thing before streaming services and before social media takeover, but yeah, it's it I don't know, it has its positives and its negatives. I I quite enjoy it. It's okay. it's kind of you know, being a little bit strategic with things and
0: yeah. I'm glad you enjoy it. That is actually rare to hear. Um, that question when it gets thrown about a wide array of bands and artists from any, many different areas, age groups and so on, often still results in the same thing. It's a necessary evil for most. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. It
1: definitely is. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, a few of the guys in the band uh, aren't too fond of it. Um, but I don't mind it. And that's how I view it, is that it's it's part
0: of the game. You just, you got to do it. It's the, it's no different than having to try and find a way to physically sell your album, EP, whatever, in a shop and compared to trying to sell it online. But the challenge of that, balanced with personal lives, is often where people fall down. Is that an aspect you think you've got, got a good handle on, the balance of your personal life and the band life
1: yeah yeah I I think I I do have a pretty good balance there I've got a I'm in a pretty unique position where I work that I can sort of if I need to make a post at a certain time or if I need to leave early from work one day to play a show or whatever or if I even needed to you know go on tour and take a couple of weeks off my boss I could just tell my boss and they're like yeah that's fine so so I, I'm kind of fortunate that I'm in a position like that. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. What do you think it's going to take to push some Bleached out of Australia? So while the scene in Australia is incredible, it brings, it has immense number of bands, young up and coming bands that um across the entire country that are getting a lot of radio play, airplay, noticeable around the world, it is still quite difficult. It always feels like there's a semi-glass ceiling, and to punch through that takes something quite special to get out to an international audience. What do you think it's going to take for Subbleach to do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I do know what you mean, though. Um, I guess
1: just reaching out to, to people such as yourself, really, that helps spread word you know, to to other countries, um, I, I may be signing to a record label as well, you know, yeah. having staff that are able to put things in people's ears in different countries and get pushed that way. Uh, other than
0: that, I think it's just a matter of grinding it out. I think you're right. So right there. I think grinding out time uh, is a major aspect of it as well, and growth, and uh, it still feels like there's plenty, plenty of time to go there. Yeah. So then what does the rest of 2023 look like for you at the moment? Bear in mind we're three months in. We have March 24th release of the EP. Do you have any other plans that you could talk about or share? Um, With Always, we're always writing
1: music. We've always got, like, we've got a, a big backlog of music, so we'll probably work on a couple of releases for later this year, maybe. Um, but other than that, we're just gonna probably focus on getting out of Brisbane and you know touring Australia and stuff like that. I'd say that that would be the main goal,
0: really. Yes, and that is an incredible goal. I think it still takes people by surprise when they don't pay too much attention to Australia because the idea of going, Well, look, we're gonna try and spend the year touring and getting around our own country. And if you're in somewhere like the UK, you're like, Well you can do that in a you can do that in a week, you can do that in a few days. But that's not quite the case with Australia. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's expensive now too. Hey, it's you
1: either you either take a couple of days off to drive somewhere. And fuel's expensive as here. Mm. Or you spend, you know, six, seven hundred bucks to fly somewhere and then fly back. <laughs> but yes. we'll, we'll, make it work.
0: we'll make it work for sure. Well, if you want some bleach to come to your city, pick up the EP, pick up the music, pick up merch and stuff. And that way uh get, help you pay for your fuel costs. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. We've got to print merch first, We're terribly slack with it. Plenty of time for that. Plenty of time for that. It's all go. It's all go. Right, we reached the part of the interview, the end part, where we pull out 10 random questions pulled from hundreds that could have serious, silly, or something in between um, questions and how you respond to them. It's entirely up to you. These are completely randomised, um, so we're going to throw them at you if you're right. All right, yep. Yep, yep. All yep. right. Funny enough, the first one is actually quite a serious one. What is one thing you would change if you could in the music industry for the better? Uh, removing merch cuts from venues. Hot, <laughs> hot topic right
1: now. Are you kidding me? I know, me? I know, I know. But yeah, like, um, yeah, that, that's one of the, the reasons why we, we haven't printed merch in a while is we only really print merch for shows. And if venues are going to take a cut, I just, it doesn't feel quite
0: right. You know, they're not- No, it. it is incredible. It's incredible. Um, the most recent development in this country was Igor have uh, refused to sell merch in one of our, one in London, a place called The Forum in London, a venue I've been to oh, countless yeah. times. Yeah, because of that exact thing. Mm yes yes all right yeah, From, so it's, it's pretty oh. shocking yeah i don't really I, i'd be honest i don't really <laughs> know what, I, what the answer is right now like do we just does it stop dead or does that mean things cost more in another aspect i don't know or did do bands get a cut of the bar or... mm. <laughs> i don't see that happening
1: but um yeah I'm not sure. It it never used to really be a thing in Australia, and, and just over the last maybe year, I've noticed it popping up. So,
0: weird. Yeah, I think actually, I think one of the thing aspects of it that's really been a surprise is how how little people actually knew this thing existed and had to find out existed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's bizarre. It's um, it's just a. Very greedy sort of thing, isn't it really? Yes, yes indeed. Okay, right. Next one. Next one. A little bit more simple. Steak, how do you like it? Or if you're a vegetarian, a replacement that you would recommend? Um I like it rare.
1: I I just ask for it rare. It usually comes out medium. Um <laughs> I don't know whether I like rare or if I just you know. I order rare because it does come out
0: medium. Maybe I like medium. It's either rare but or medium. But Yeah, but yeah, you, you, you order medium and then it keeps going up a level. So you order medium yeah. and it starts coming out medium. Well done and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? <clears throat> um, Not a steak eater. Well, I'm not a vegetarian. I don't eat much in the way of meat. But if I yeah. say was forced to have one, it would be... Hold on. Um, apologies. Oh, for goodness sake. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep. yep, Yeah, no worries. Apologies. A phone call is connected to my Zoom and it uh, switched everything over. I quickly cancelled it. So we're okay.
1: Okay. Oh, good.
0: Yeah, as I was saying, uh, while I wouldn't choose to eat one, if I had to eat one, it would be well done because um, I'm... um, And that always causes a reaction. But yeah, I wouldn't choose to eat a steak, put it that way.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh,
0: Okay, we're playing Monopoly. Have you ever, well, I guess I should say, have you ever played Monopoly, the board game?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't play it. Um, like, yeah. because It's not fun for people to play it with me.
0: Okay, right. Well, that makes the question then. We're playing Monopoly. <laughs> what is your first purchase on the board? What are you aiming for?
1: Um, I buy anything that I land on.
0: It's one of those. That,
1: that's how I play it. I play it. Um, uh, my my sort of goal is to just own as much on the board as possible, uh, so that I'm always taking in money. Yeah, very uh, good. It's not fun. I, yeah, I I feel like Monopoly and Catan and and games that involve like trade and things like that. They they bring
0: out the worst in me. Okay. That's good, that's good to know. <laughs> what is a movie someone would be surprised to know that you, you love?
1: Hmm.
0: Oh. Yeah, I guess that's kind of based on a persona more than anything else.
1: Oh, gee. Um, I don't know, I love a lot of Larry Clark um, films They're a bit messed up. Uh, But that that whole like 90s aesthetic and like some of the Mm. statements made, even though I don't know if he's, he's sort of a bit of a a creep, I think, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but, But some of those movies are very good, like Kids and Ken Park and
0: yeah. All right, all right. Back to some bleached question then. Considering you've only had eight shows, does Sunbleached have any pre-show rituals at the moment? And if so, what are they?
1: Um No, no, I don't think so. I just sort of um stress out a lot and get real nervous. That's kind of okay. my ritual. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's my ritual. The other non-advisable one. Though, they're, they're not, they're not showing it if they are nervous. That's for sure.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Not an advisable ritual if it's the case, but uh, time will change that. And uh, if we come back to this a couple of years down the line, and you're proper experienced, and you've got so many shows in your belt, I reckon there might be some then.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. It seems to get less and less with the more
0: shows that we play. So.
1: Oh, my good. I'm glad. I'm glad.
0: Okay, what's the last thing yeah. you do before you go to sleep at night? Last thing I do before I go to sleep at night?
1: Um, I guess I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth, have a drink of water, I don't know, kiss my partner and tell her I love her. <laughs> That's
0: it.
1: I think I tell my partner I love her. That's,
0: yeah, that'd be it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Sticking with the nighttime theme, uh, you're being chased by Freddy Krueger, the star of your oh. Nightmare on Elm Street movies, in your dreams. What does yeah. your specific nightmare look like?
1: Uh, it. I don't know what it... I know what it looks like, but I, I know more what it feels like. It feels like my ankles are wobbly, and mm. I can't... Um, that's that's whenever I have those sort of like chasing dreams or I'm being chased. That's what happens. My uh, my ankles don't
0: work and I can't run. Have you ever considered um, having deeper and have you looked into had a deeper analysis? Because dreams, obviously, there's a lot of uh, work surrounding them and all that. You can put it down to just nonsense and based off how you feel during a day or there's something bigger there.
1: Yeah, I've, I've thought about it for sure. I just um, haven't ever done it. Uh, I should. I should. Might be something interesting going on there in my psyche.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it. Unpack that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A genie appears and grants you three wishes. What are those three wishes? Um,
1: uh, just wish for happiness. Not to die of cancer. Um, I don't know a lawn that doesn't ever need
0: to be mowed. <laughs> we that, that was what? very ambitious start to a very unambitious bottom. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lost. I lost it on the third one. I didn't. I didn't know what to do.
0: That's it. That's why these questions are there. Those are the sort oh. of ones you have to think long and hard about, but we don't really want you to think too long and hard about them.
1: <laughs> I um I think um no a lawn that never needs to be mowed is is good, you know. It yeah, gets hot yeah. here in Australia, so uh you know uh do you guys have lawns in, in the UK? Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I no, was no, thinking okay. that- I think I just think of London and how it's like a city, and
0: you're all sort of in apartments and stuff. Of course, I I am in one right now. I do not have I do not have a Well, I don't have a personal lawn, but yeah, you know, gardens, lawns, they they they're they're completely the norm. Maybe not to the extent you would find in uh, say Australia, in America, outside of cities. Like I mean, I guess in the cities, in places like that, it's going to be exactly the same apartment tower blocks and stuff like that.
1: I mean, I'm ten minutes out of the city though, and I've really? got a I've got a lawn, yeah. Yeah, well, Brisbane is quite a small city, really, compared mm. to like Sydney or Melbourne. Um, I'd, I'd say it's. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guess how big it is compar- comparatively. Actually. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, That might make me look a bit silly. <laughs> no, fair enough. We've got the penultimate one. Then we're moving on. Netflix and chill. What are we? And eg, me and you chilling to right now what are we watching um what you, basically what are you watching what am i
1: watching uh probably a, a comfort show like the office or yeah the office maybe the office or
0: when we say the office do you mean uk or us i mean us uh, of course yeah absolutely yeah no i agree i, I think the, I, I can't i actually can't stand i want to say UK UK. office I want to say UK
1: but Mm. um the US obviously it had a longer running time and all of that sort of stuff I don't know Ricky Gervais is quite good though although is he he's cancelled isn't he well he's not you can't cancel Ricky
0: no, I mean no, yeah there was a yeah there was a bit of noise. Uh, I, I I vaguely remember hearing noise a few months ago, um, but it's Ricky Gervais. You know I mean, like yeah, you don't yeah. You, you can't. He's just saying provocative stuff, really, isn't he? He's a comedian. This is what they yeah, do. Sometimes it's got to be provocative. Yeah. Last one then, and it's uh, sunbleached related. What a realistic goal you want to achieve this year with sunbleached.
1: Um, I want to do Two Laps of Australia. Mm. Yeah. I think it's Totally that's realistic.
0: Real- yeah, that's realistic. Yeah. I hope you can do that. I expect you will. And of course, first things first, 24th of March, new EP, Delicate Places, We Hide. Of course, you can go check some of the singles from that right now. Like Toyland and more. On your Spotify, you name it, you're all over the place. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?